Can it, Phil? Can it be the breeze that fills the trees with rare and magic perfume? Oh, no! It isn't the breeze, it's Jackson time. Hello again, this is Buck Benning speaking. Welcome to a rather unique episode of the Jack Benning Show we're bringing you. What I've done is I've taken all of the Jack Benning shows that had the new tenant skit. We brought you a few of them last week. But I've always wanted to do this, take all of those skits, cut them out of the episodes, put them back to back. And so we have basically two hours worth of new tenant skits. We have every single one ever presented. Uh, two of them are really different. One, uh, the last two. One of them from the 1952-1953 season, the last one done for radio, uh, doesn't seem to exist anymore. Hopefully, some will find it someday. But the script does exist. And so, a year ago, my family and myself um, recorded a version of that, uh, so at least you get to hear um, what it sounds like. And then after that, the very last one was done for television, and so I tagged that one on the end. So this is every single new tenant skit that's ever been done. Uh, some of them are very touching, especially the Warrior episodes, and they weren't ever made to really present this way, so you can really compare differences and similarities between all of them. This is probably the only time I'll ever present it this way. Um, I think what I'm going to end up doing is breaking it in half and having an hour of it on Christmas Eve every year and an hour of it on Christmas Day every year so that uh, you'll hear this um, every year. And I was, wasn't going to air it until next year, but I decided since I put in this work to create this and I thought some folks might enjoy it, that I'd go ahead and put it out there for you guys today um, if you're interested in those. For some of you that don't like the the, the new tenant skits, uh, it won't do anything for you. You, <laughs> It's probably the worst compilation I could ever put together. But for some of you who are history buffs and kind of interested in uh, Jack summarizing each year uh, in, in kind of a humorous, unique way, uh, this is a neat collection. Um, anyway, I hope you're going to enjoy it and... Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Our feature attraction of the evening, uh, this being the first day of the new year, tonight we are going to present an original play, a sort of a New Year's fantasy, entitled The New Tenant, or Goodbye 38, Hello 39. Now I will... You stole that from my poem. Mary, that was just a coincidence, believe me. Now in this fantasy, I will play the part of 1938. And Mary... You know, Jack, I read this play four times and I still can't understand it. Well, in the first place, Kenny, our play is a little too deep. And in the second place, you're a little dope. <laughs> now, uh, I will be 1938 and Mary will be Mrs. 1938, my loving, loyal wife. And we have 12 children. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I don't know. It's censored. <laughs> And keep still. Now, our play opens in the home of Mr. and Mrs. 1938, who live in a big round house called The Earth. It is almost midnight on December 31st, and their lease is about to expire. Curtain. Music. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, Mariah. Mariah. What do you want, Pa? Better hurry up with that packing. The landlord said we got to get out by midnight to make room for the new tenant. The new tenant? Who is he? Oh, some little nudist by the name of 39. He don't know what he's getting into, does he, Ma? Nope. This house sure has been a mess, ain't it? You said it. Remember a couple of months ago when the bathtub ran over and got New England soaking wet? <laughs> I sure do. And say, Pa... What about the time last spring when the roof leaked and we had to hang Los Angeles out to dry? Wasn't that awful? Yep. Hey, Pa, turn on the moon. I can't see what I'm packing here. Okay. Hey, moon. What do you want, you old fossil? <laughs> I want some light down here. And quit winking at my wife. Okay. Say, you want some milk, too? Milk? Yeah, a cow just jumped over me. <laughs> well, I'll be darned. Quit gabbing, Pa. We ain't got much time. That's right. Darn those shooting stars, they're having a feud again. <laughs> Doggone it, Pa. Even with all our troubles, I kind of hate to leave here. So do I. After all, we did have a lot of fun. Remember the time that scallywag Howard Hughes flew around our house in five and a half days? Do I? <laughs> he sure had me dizzy. And then that fella Corrigan. He started to fly from the kitchen to the parlor, and the darn fool ended up on the back porch. <laughs> Say, Pa, did you pack up all the swing music? I'm doing it now. Flatfoot Bluegie with the floy, floy. Might as well take that with us. <laughs> Say, Ma, it's five minutes to twelve. We better start rounding up the kids. Where are they? Well, January, February, and March are outside playing on a cloud. Oh, where's April? He's taking a shower. <laughs> oh, he's always doing that. The rest of them are around here someplace. Well, tell them to stick close. We're going to leave in just a few minutes. I wonder who that can be. I'll go over and see. The tisket, the tasket, boy, am I sick of that. Well, well, look who's here. Who is it, Pa? It's old man Mars from across the Milky Way. Hiya, Mars. Hiya, neighbor. <laughs> Heard you were leaving tonight, so thought I'd drop over and say goodbye. Well, that was mighty sweet of you. Say, I sure handed you a scare a couple of months ago, didn't I? You certainly... <laughs> <laughs> hey, what was the big idea, anyway? Well, I really didn't mean it. I was lighting a cigarette, and I reached down in the Hudson River to put the match out. And what happened? Well, my hand slipped, and I gave New Jersey a hot foot. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> Say, Mars, you'll have to excuse me now. It's almost midnight, and I gotta be getting out of here. So long. So long. Oh, say, I got my rocket ship outside. Can I give you a lift anywhere? No, thanks. We'll be all right. Say, those rocket ships smoke a lot, don't they? Yeah, the exhaust pipes are bad. I just flew by heaven, and now angels really got dirty faces. <laughs> well, if you pass by the other place, give my regards to Fred Allen. <laughs> so long, Mars. So long, well, Ma, it's almost midnight, so put on that silly hat of yours and let's get going. Okay, Pa. Hmm, there's the first stroke of 12. I wonder what's keeping the new tenant. Don't worry, he'll be here. Doggone, Ma, I forgot to found, uh, find out where we're moving to. Thought you bought a place over on Jupiter. No, but I took a look at Venus. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> time's a-fleeting. We can't leave until that little brat gets here. 
That must be him now. Yep. Come in. Well, hello, young fella. Are you the little New Year? I ain't Bobby Brain. <laughs> well, well, my boy, come right in. Well, this is it, young man. Tell me, what do you think of your new home? Boy, what a dump. This house could stand a lot of fixing up. I know it, son. A lot of things wrong here, my boy. Yes, sirree. That Spanish shawl on the piano there is all ripped and torn. Need a lot of mending. And another thing, the china is just about all smashed to pieces. And while I think of it, son, if you see some little lost sheep roaming about, try and find a place for them around the house somewhere. I'll do what I can. For heaven's sake, let's get going. Just a second more. Now, there's just one more thing, young fella. What's that? May not sound like much, but it's a mighty big issue. Your greatest worry, my boy, is going to be to pick out a Scarlet O'Hara. <laughs> that had me groggy all year. Come on, Pa, you're talking too much. I'm coming, Ma. Say, young fella, if you want any jello, you'll find plenty in the pantry. Thanks, old timer. You're welcome. Happy New Year, young fella. Happy New Year. Come on, Ma. the feature attraction of the evening, we are going to present the 1940 version of our annual New Year's fantasy entitled Father Time Rides Again. Now, in this whimsical drama, I will play the part of Old Man 1940. And Mary... Yeah? Uh, you will be Mrs. 1940, my loving, loyal wife. And we have 12 children. January, February, March, April... May, June, and Herman. <laughs> That's July, and so on. Now, the scene of our play is the home of Mr. and Mrs. 1940, who live in a great big house called the Earth. It is almost... Say, Mr. Benny. Yes, Dennis. You know, I read this play four times, and I still can't understand it. Well, you see, Dennis, this drama is... Uh, uh, explain it to him, Phil. Okay. You see, Dennis, this drama is a sort of an uh, allegorical fantasy... <laughs> Which, uh, which symbolizes the old year and the, su the, the subsequent tradition. <laughs> Transition. Oh, I get it. Thanks. You're welcome. Listen, Jackson, the next time you give me a line like that, I'm going to punch you right in the nose. <laughs> Phil, you know you loved it. And now for our play. The scene, a great big house called the Earth. The time, almost midnight of December 31st, when Mr. and Mrs. 1940's lease is about to expire. Curtain. Music. Oh, Mariah. Mariah. What do you want, Pa? Better hurry up with that packing. Landlord said we got to get out by midnight to make room for the new tenant. The new tenant? Who's he? Oh, some little nudist by the name of 41. He don't know what he's getting into, does he? Nope. Things around here sure have been a mess. You said it. But of that, Mariah, we ain't so bad off in this side of the house. We got 48 rooms that's in pretty good condition. Yes, sir. Say, Pa, turn on the moon. I can't see what I'm packing here. Okay. Hey, moon! What do you want, you old fossil? <laughs> I want some light down here and quit winking at my wife. Okay. Say, you want some milk, too? Milk? Yeah, a cow just jumped over me. Boy, that's a Lulu. 
Well, I'll be darned. Quit gabbing, Pa. We ain't got much time. That's right. There's them shooting stars. They're having a feud again. <laughs> Doggone it, Pa. Even with all our troubles, I kind of hate to leave here. So do I. Yes, sir. During those flies, they're all over the house. Shoo, shoo. Leave them alone, Ma. We need them. Well, five minutes to twelve. We better start rounding up the kids. Wonder what? who that can be. I'll go over and see. I dream of Jeannie with the light brown hair. Boy, am I hep to the jive. <laughs> well, well, look who's here. Who is it, Pa? It's Venus from across the Milky Way. Hello, kid. <laughs> Well, what are you doing here? I heard you were leaving tonight, so I thought I'd drop over and say goodbye. Yeah, mighty sweet of you. Say, Venus, you put on a little weight, didn't you? Yeah, especially around the equator. <laughs> Yet and so I can't tell you from the Big Dipper. <laughs> well, thanks for dropping in, Venus. Been a pleasure knowing you. Same here. Goodbye, kid. Goodbye. Well, Ma, it's almost midnight. So put on that silly hat of yours and let's get going. Okay, Pa. Hmm, there's the first stroke of 12. I wonder what's keeping the new tenant. Don't worry, he'll be here. I suppose so. Say, Pa, look out the window. There's a dark cloud. Oh, yes. Are you going to rain, Cloud? No, just passing by. <laughs> Darn that cloud, it's wearing my wristwatch again. <laughs> oh, well. Hmm, time to fleeten. But we can't leave until that little rascal gets here. That must be him now. Yep. Come in. Well. Hello, young fella. Are you the little New Year? I ain't baby Sandy. <laughs> well, well, my boy. Come right in. Well, this is it, young man. Tell me, what you think of your new home? Boy, what a dump. This house could sure stand a lot of fixing up. I know it, son. A lot of things wrong. That darn Mars has been acting up all year. Of course, he hasn't bothered us in this wing so much. Everything's okay from the Hudson Bay window in the attic clear down to the basement. But come over here, son. I want to show you something. See that other wing of the house right across that big swimming pool? Yes, sir. Those rooms are in the gall-derndest condition you ever seen. Holes in the furniture, walls torn down. Tell you, son, it's lucky we got that swimming pool. Yep. Well, gee, who's causing all the trouble over there? Oh, a couple of hoodlums. One of them is getting pretty sick of it, I understand. <laughs> A bulldog's been nipping at him. <laughs> Son, you got a tough job ahead of you. But everything's all right here, eh, mister? Yep, everything's fine. You got the same caretaker that was here for the last eight years. You ought to get to know him. What's his name? Just call him Franklin. Nice fella. For heaven's sake, let's get going. Just a second, more. Now, there's just one more thing, son. Well, what's that? Well, after I leave, if you see another fella puttering around that looks as old and decrepit as I am, don't throw him out. It ain't another father time. It's just Fred Allen. 
He's been kicking around here for years. Oh, sour puss, eh? <laughs> That's him. <laughs> Come on, Pa. You're talking too much. I am coming, Ma. Round up the kids and we'll be on our way. Well, good luck, son. Watch your step. Thanks, old timer. You're welcome. Happy New Year, young fella. Happy New Year. Come on, Ma. And now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as is our custom at this time of year, tonight we are going to present our annual New Year's play entitled The New Tenant, or Goodbye 41, Hello 42. Now, once again, I will play the part of Say, the... Mr. Benny, every year you do one of these plays and I don't understand them. Well, you see, Dennis, these little sketches we do at the close of each year are not so much plays as they are allegorical fantasies. Oh, See, they, um... <laughs> you see, they deal with the abstract and the uh, esoteric rather than with the prosaic. Oh, for heaven's sake. <laughs> uh, do you understand, Dennis? Give me that again, and if my face lights up, stop. <laughs> All right. Now, now look, uh, look, kid. Uh, ladies and These gentlemen, we do while Jack is explaining here, tonight's play to Dennis, let me tell you about Jell-O with its new locked-in process. Tires, such as we often do in motion Jell-O is not only economical and easy to make, fantasy. but comes in six delicious flavors. Strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, lemon, and lime. I thank you. But listen to the thought behind it. So remember, it's nothing but abstract symbolism. Have you got it, Dennis? Yes, sir. Rub a little on me, will you, kid? <laughs> Phil, you've got an important role. You're going to be Uncle Sam, so study it. Now, in our sketch tonight, I will play the part of the old year, 1941, who has been living in a big boarding house called the United States, run by Uncle Sam and his wife, Columbia. Mary, you're going to be Columbia, and you have 48 children, one for each state in the Union. 48 children? Holy smoke. Well, you were born in 1776. Oh, well, that's not so bad then. Of course not. <laughs> and oh, yes, you have some adopted kids, too, like Puerto Rico, Hawaii, the Philippines, and so on. And now for our play. As the curtain rises, it is almost midnight of December 31st. And old man 1941 is up in his room, packing his bags and ready to make his exit. Curtain. Music. Oh, Columbia. Columbia, will you come up here, please? What do you want, 41? Give me a hand with this packing, will you? Got to get out of here before midnight and make room for the new tenant. Oh, yes, little 42 will be here any minute. Boy, am I a wreck. I'm glad I'm not a leap year. I couldn't stand another day. <laughs> You're telling me. You didn't have starch in your beard. You topple right over. I do look a little like a tripod. <laughs> I can go along with a gag. <laughs> 
Hey, uh, where's your husband, Uncle Sam? I'd like to say goodbye to him. Oh, he's around someplace. You know, he's been working night and day. He sure has. I like the way all your kids have pitched in and helped him, too. Here comes one of your boys now. Yeah, that's my fattest one. Hello, Texas. Hello, old-timer. Hiya, Ma. <laughs> my, my, look at the size of that boy. Yeah, he's getting a little plump around El Paso. <laughs> His Galveston could stand a little reducing, too, right? Fine boy, though. Say, uh, Ma, have you seen Pa around? I got some new airfields I want to show him. Oh, he's out in the yard somewhere, and he's madder than a hornet. I'll go look for him. See you later, Mom. You know, Columbia, I don't blame Sam for being so riled up. You mean about our little adopted daughter, Lulu? Yep, Lulu. Burns me up just thinking. There she was on a Sunday morning out in the yard picking pineapples, minding her own business, when a swarm of them darn yellow jackets flew in and stung her right in the back. That was a low-down trick if I ever heard of one. Well, she's got plenty of flip there now. Let them come back. <laughs> hey, Columbia. <laughs> Columbia, hand me some of that swing music, will you? Might as well pack that. Take it along with me. Here you are. Thanks. Cuts up wrong, sent down the real wrong. In a brawl, a brawl, a suet. Boy, am I sick of that. Well, I'll just pack it in here in my grip. You might as well take all these strikes and arguments with you, too. Yep, you won't be needing them for a while. No, sheree. Hey, old timer, come over here by the window. Look. <laughs> I'll be darn, there's that mad dog, Adolph. <laughs> Look at that bear chasing him. <laughs> Is that a Russian bear? It ain't Carmichael. <laughs> Look at him go. Oh, shut up, Benito. Who cares about you? Well, you got to be out of here before long. What time is it, Columbia? About three minutes to twelve. Hmm. I better get finished up here. Don't go, them double-crossers. I'll get even with them if it's the last thing I do. Here comes Sam now. Hello, Uncle Sam. Ain't you gone yet? Nope. Got about two more minutes. Now, calm down, Sam. Don't get excited. Well, it's about time I got excited. When I think of what they're doing to my boy, Manila. Well, I don't blame you. I'm going to kick the teeth out of them yellow devils. That's about all there is to them anyway. <laughs> Attaboy, Sam. Well, Sam, I'll be leaving you pretty soon. Doggone, look at that clock. Just got my judge together in time. Hmm, that's first stroke of 12. Wonder what's keeping the new tenant. Little fella should be here by now. Don't worry, he'll show up. Now, here's a little tip for you, Sam. Just keep your shirt on, but your sleeves rolled up. Everything will be all right. Well, when I think of what they did to Lou. Take it easy now. Take it easy. Hmm, time's a fleeting. I can't leave till that little shaver gets here. That must be him now. Yeah. Come in. Well, hello, young fella. You the little New Year? This ain't a sarong I'm wearing. 
<laughs> That's good. <laughs> You're going to need a sense of humor, kid. Come in. Want to meet Uncle Sam and his wife, Columbia. Glad to know you, folks. Hello, Sonny. Hiya, Bob. Make yourself to home. Well, son, I hope you brought some good things with you. You like staying in this house. It's the finest home on the block. I'm glad to hear that. You better be moving along, old-timer. I've got work to do. Yep. Might as well be moseying along. But uh, before I go, I want to give you a little advice. First, take good care of Uncle Sam here. Let him get mad when he wants to, but see that he don't fly off the handle. Damn gall darn pest. See what I mean? Take care of his friends and good neighbors, too. And that Dutch uncle of his. Leave it to me, old-timer. Look, you may have to put out the lights here in the house once in a while, but see that that torch, the front gate, is always burning. And say, before I forget it, Uncle Sam's got a nephew named Franklin that's taking mighty good care of the old boy. Andy Sam. You're darn tootin'. So keep an eye on him, son, and give him all the help you can. Franklin, huh? Well, I'll write that down. And as long as you're writing down names, here's another one for you. Put down Winston. Winston? Yep. Franklin and Winston. What are these two fellows' last names? <laughs> Ain't necessary, son. Everybody knows them. Anyone else? Well, let's see. You can put down Chung Kai Shek. Nice fella. Believe me, he's just as tough as he is to pronounce. And oh, there's a lot more of them, but Sam will give you the names later. Well, gotta be leaving. So long, Sam. So long, old timer. Here we go. So long, 41. So long, Columbia. Keep them flying. And now, now, ladies and gentlemen, for our annual New Year's play entitled The New Tenant or Goodbye 42, Hello 43. Now, once again, I will play the role of... See, Mr. Benny, you've been doing this kind of sketch for four years now, and I still don't understand it. What? I know it's a waste of time, but would you mind explaining it to me again? No, no, I'd be glad to, Dennis. Do you mind if I take the audience out for a smoke while this goes on? <laughs> Sir Alan, come back here. And incidentally, you're new with us, too, so you better pay attention. You see, Puff-Eye, uh, these, um... <laughs> Uh, these little sketches we do at the close of each year are not so much plays as allegorical fantasies. They deal with the abstract and the esoteric rather than the prosaic. Is that clear, Dennis? No, sir. Hmm. Not only that, my feet went to sleep. Well, rub them. As I was saying, uh, if I'm not too redundant, uh, these annual plays are not prosaic but the penultimate of abstract symbolism. And just think, folks, only four pages back, this man was sewing a tuxedo. <laughs> I'll sell you one before you get out of here. <laughs> anyway, I know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah? What does prosaic mean? Prosaic? I'll give you a hint, Mr. Benny. It's a town in New Jersey. That's for saying. <laughs> now, let's continue. In our sketch, ladies and gentlemen... I will play the part of the old year, 1942. I want you to visualize me, folks, as a tottering, broken-down old man with white hair 
and a wrinkled face. What do you mean, visualize? There you are. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm just bent over like this because I'm playing a part. Well, that's the first time in history rheumatism has ever been confused with acting. Let me tell you. <laughs> Sir Alan, will you please sit down? Now, the old year lives in a big boarding house called the United States, run by Uncle Sam and his wife, Columbia. Now, Mary, you're going to be Columbia, and you have 48 children, one for each state in the Union. 48 children? Holy smoke. Well, it's really nothing, Mary. It's just abstract symbolism. Oh, you men always say that. <laughs> Never mind, that's your part. And now for our play. As the curtain rises, it is almost midnight of December 31st. An old man, 1942, is up in his room, packing his bags and ready to make his exit. Curtain. Music. Columbia, Columbia, will you come up here, please? What do you want, 42? Give me a hand with this packing, will you? Got to get out of here before midnight and make room for the new tenant. Oh, yeah, little 43 will be here any minute. Say, where's your husband, Uncle Sam? Like to say goodbye to him. Oh, he's around someplace. You know, Sam's been pretty busy lately. You said it, and all your kids have been pitching in, too. Here comes Alaska, one of my adopted sons. Oh, yes. Hello, Alaska. Hello, old-timer. Hi, Mom. Boy, is he spread out. <laughs> yep, it's a thousand miles from his Aleutians to his Sitka. <laughs> oh, he's big all right. Fine boy, though. Say, Mom, have you seen Pa around? I got a few of them Japanese lice. I want to get out of my hair. He'll get him out. Don't worry, Alaska. Okay, see you later, Mom. Well, I might as well finish packing. Hand me that bundle of swing music. I'll take that. Here you are. Thanks. Mr. Five, 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 five feet tall, and he's five feet wide. Boy, am I sick of that. <laughs> hey, Columbia, I got a few minutes yet. Tune in the radio, will you? Okay. <laughs> Here's Berlin. Stut und übersteigen die Gleitung für Technik. Eine Minuten für Stuten, Stallengard. Und Minuten für Stuten, Zöppeli. Und Stuten, Bluten, Stuten, Bengazi. Well, boy, are we running. <laughs> and he ain't through yet. Get another station, Columbia. Here's Tokyo. Good. Ladies and gentlemen, honorable report from Butterfront. Japanese fleet set out to greet Americans. Boom, boom. No, Japanese fleet. So sorry, please. Ha, <laughs> ha. Well, that's good news to be leaving on. Turn it off, Columbia. Say, what time is it? About three minutes to midnight. Well, I better get finished up here. Oh, hello, Sam. Well, Uncle Sam, where you been? Oh, what a day, what a day. I've been visiting all my nephews all over the neighborhood. Had breakfast at Guadalcanal, lunch at Dutch Harbor, and supper in North Africa. I'll tell you one thing, Sam. You never worked harder or looked better in your life. Say, old-timer, get a load of this. I'm wearing two pair of suspenders. Two pair? 
How long have you been wearing them? Ever since Pearl Harbor. I'll never get caught with them down again. <laughs> you won't. Say, Sam, I meant to ask you something. What are those things sprouting around in the backyard? Those are Republicans. This is the first time they've come up in years. <laughs> well, that's what I like about your garden, Sam. There's room there for everything to grow. Doggone, look at that clock. Just got my duds together in time. Hmm. First stroke, 12. Wonder what's keeping the new tenant. Little fella should be here by now. Well, don't worry. He'll show up. Hey, here's a little tip for you, Sam. You worked darn hard during the time I was here, and you, you did a good job. But I want you to work even harder for the little fella that's coming in. Now, don't worry, old-timer. I'm really rolling now. Hmm. Time's a-fleeting, but I can't live to leave till that little shaver gets here. That must be him now. Yeah. Come in. Well, it's the little new year. Hello, son. Hello. What's that you got under your arm there? It's a new book written by a fella named Ration. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ain't much plot to it, but I got a hunch it's going to be the bestseller. <laughs> Won't hurt, though. Hey, kid. Want you to meet Uncle Sam and his wife, Columbia. Glad to know you, folks. Hello, Sonny. Hiya, bub. You ought to have a coat on with them diapers. Chilly tonight. <laughs> I was sure cold the first night I got here. Well, son, hope you brought some things with you besides ration books. What's that package you got under your other arm? Well, that's just chuck full of these. These for victory, eh? Yes, sir. They're pretty expensive, but I got a hunch that Uncle Sam will wind up with plenty of them. He got all the ones I had. Well, might as well be moseying along now. Kind of hate to go, but... Hear that, son? Yes, sir. What is it? That song called Over There. Written by one of Uncle Sam's favorite nephews. <laughs> that boy used to be singing and dancing around this house all the time. Tell you, son, I... Sure wish he was still here. He was a real Yankee doodle dandy. Now, son, I want you to take care of Uncle Sam. Take care of all his friends and good neighbors, too. Leave it to me, old-timer. And look, I want you to keep the lights low here in the house for a while. Maybe inconvenient, but when you turn them on full blast again, it'll be brighter than ever. And say, before I forget it, Uncle Sam's got a nephew named Franklin that's been... Taking mighty good care of the old boy. Ain't he, Sam? You're Dan Tootin'. So keep an eye on him and give him all the help you can. Franklin, eh? I'll write that down. And here's some more names for you. MacArthur, Eisenhower, Doolittle, Nimitz. Whole lot more that Sam will give you. I'll make a note of it. Oh, yes, and there's some other friends of Sam's you don't want to forget. There's Churchill and Stalin and Chiang Kai-shek. If I had time, I'd name a dozen. Well, gotta be leaving. So long, Sam. So long, old-timer. Here I go. So long, 42. So long, Columbia. Keep them flying.
And now, ladies and gentlemen, for our annual New Year's play entitled The New Tenant, or Goodbye 43, Hello 44. As the curtain rises, it's almost midnight of December 31st. An old man, 1943, is packing his bags and ready to make his exit. Curtain. Music. Columbia? Columbia. Will you come here a minute, please? What do you want, 43? Give me a hand with this packing, will you? I've got to get out of here before midnight and make room for the new tenant. Oh, yes. Little 44 will be here any minute. Say, where's your husband, Uncle Sam? like to say goodbye to him. Oh, he's around someplace. Sam's been pretty busy lately. You said it. All your kids have been pitching in, too. Here comes one of my relatives, the Navy. Oh, yes. Hello, Navy. Hello, old-timer. Hi, Columbia. Boy, has he grown. Yep, his tonnage is almost doubled. <laughs> He's big, all right. Nice to see him so healthy. By the way, Navy, how's your wife? Oh, fine, fine. And congratulations are in order. Really? Yep, triplets. Three new battleships. Well, congratulations, Pappy. Here's a picture of them. Well, I'll be doggone. They got their mother's nose and their father's keel. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, so long. See you later, Columbia. Hey, he needs a big family. He's got two bathtubs to fill. Guess I might as well finish packing. Columbia, hand me that bundle of swing music. I'll take that with me. Here you are. Thanks. Lay that pistol down, babe. Lay that pistol down. Boy, am I sick of that. <laughs> Say, Columbia, I got a few minutes yet, so I thought... Well, hello, Eleanor. Glad, glad to see you back. Mm, there she goes again. <laughs> Say, Columbia... I started to tell you, I've only got a few minutes, and I thought that maybe before we... Oh, hello, Sam. Well, Uncle Sam, where you been? Oh, what a week, what a week. I've really been busy, been sending Christmas presents to my nephews all over the world. Well, you're working hard, Sam, but you never looked better in your life. And say, what's that button you're wearing on your lapel? I never knew you took sides in politics. Well, I don't. I don't care if it's the Democrats or the Republicans. They're both good. But that button... Well, come closer and take a look at it. Okay. Well, I'll be... Well, what does it say, old-timer? Frank Sinatra. <laughs> well, Sam, it's good to know that with all that's on your mind, you still find time for a little entertainment. That's right, and that ain't all. Look down here. Bobby socks. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you'll never grow old. Hey, Columbia, turn on the radio. I want to hear the World Series. This will be my last chance to hear the big game. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the final game of the World Series between the United Nations All-Stars and the Axis Polecats. That's it. That's what I want. Me too. A lot of my boys is playing in that <laughs> game. For the benefit of you people who tuned in late, this is the last half of the eighth. 
The Axis had their inning, and the United Nations are now coming up to bat. In the early stages of the game, the Axis did pretty well. They pulled a couple of sneak plays and tried to steal a few bases, but they were stopped by a squeeze play between Timoshenko and Montgomery. Those boys are sure a couple of big leaguers, all right. You said it, old-timer. And now, folks, before we resume our play-by-play description, I would like to remind you that this broadcast comes to you through the courtesy of Freedom Unlimited. That's a great product. All right, folks, the United Nations are now at bat. The coaches are George Marshall at third, Hap Arnold at first, and stepping up to the plate is Douglas MacArthur. (laughs) Hear that, Sam? One of the heaviest hitters we got. Yep, he's got a darn good batting average, too. As you know, ladies and gentlemen, the battery for the Axis is Tojo pitching and Hitler catching. And oh boy, is he catching. <laughs> You're not kidding. And here comes the first pitch. It's a hit! Right between shortstop and flirt. And MacArthur is safe on first base. <laughs> Well, Columbia, we got a man on first. Yes, sirree. Incidentally, folks, in the sixth inning, Mussolini got hit on the head with the ball. So now the Axis will have to get another water boy. Well, he never was much anyway. All right, folks, MacArthur is on first base, and coming up to bat is Chen Kai-shek. Koto <laughs> is winding up, and here comes the first pitch. Ball one, it's low. Doggone everything he does is low. Yep, he's been throwing some nasty curves, but our boys are getting wise to him. Chung Kai-shek is standing, grimly determined at the plate. Here comes the second ball. He laid a beautiful bunt down the third baseline, which advances MacArthur to second base. Bob is cheering Chung Kai-shek's wonderful sacrifice. I knew Chung Kai-shek would sacrifice. That's the kind of a fella he is. Yep, that's what I call great teamwork. While we're waiting for the next batter to come up, let's have a word from our sponsor, Freedom Unlimited. Ladies and gentlemen, do you spend restless nights because of a haunting fear that you may lose your rights, your right to free speech, your right to worship as you please, and your right to live without fear of aggression? If you do, ladies and gentlemen, get yourself some shares of Freedom Unlimited. And you can do that by buying war bonds. Remember, folks, Freedom, spelled F-R-E-E-D-O-M. That fella sure knows what he's talking about. And now back to the game between the United Nations All-Stars and the Axis Polecats. Well, folks, the crowd is sure excited. MacArthur's on second base, and coming up to bat is Montgomery. work in the field. Sure is a fine player. That's right, Sam. The pitcher's winding up, and here comes the ball. Montgomery sends a hard drive to Rommel. Rommel's going back. He's going back. He tries to stop it, but he fumbles. Rommel fumbles the ball. Hear that, Columbia? Montgomery pulls up at first base, and MacArthur goes to third. Golly, I don't blame him. Hey, Sam, that Rommel ain't doing so good, is he? No, he ain't, and he's the best player they got. That's right. And now, folks... Uh Uh-oh, what's this? Hitler walks out to the pitcher's mound to talk to Tojo. It seems they got their signals crossed, and Hitler's worried. Was ist los, Schweinhund? Und Knauten verstaut zu greifen, du verzehnte keine Beluten, verstunden, beluten, dumm ab. Oh, so sorry, please, so sorry, please. (laughs) 
so sorry, please, so sorry. Verstreiten Sie Roden, vielleicht nicht. Eine Minute, verstunden, Roden, vielleicht nicht. Ah, shut up! <lacht> this game, so play ball. That's telling him, old-timer. Well, folks, the game's about to continue, but there's a switch in the battery for the axis. Hitler is now going to pitch. A lot of good that'll do. Hitler used to have a pretty good arm. He ought to. He exercised enough hanging wallpaper. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, Hitler is in the pictures box, and coming up to bat for the United Nations is Timoshenko. <laughs> Timoshenko. <laughs> He'll knock Hitler out of the box and then put him in one. <laughs> Wait and see. And here comes the first pitch. Ball one. Very wide. See that, Sam? Hitler's nervous. He's winding up again, and here comes the second pitch. Ball two. You know something, old-timer? I think Hitler's afraid to pitch to him. Here comes the third pitch. Ball three. You're right, Sam. Yep, Hitler doesn't dare take a chance with Timoshenko. There it is. Ball four. Timoshenko walks to first, putting three men on base. Timoshenko on first, Montgomery on second, and MacArthur on third. The crowd is yelling for a home run. <laughs> One good hit now, put the game in the bag. What a ball game, what excitement. Bases are loaded for the United Nations, and the Axis team is plenty worried. This is the tensest moment of the game, and the question is... Uh-oh, there's a conference being held in the United Nations dugout. Co-managers Roosevelt, Churchill, and Stalin are putting their heads together to decide on the final move, and... and... Wait a minute, folks. Wait a minute. They've reached the decision. They're sending Eisenhower to back! Eisenhower! Yippee! Yes, sir, that's one of my boys. What about? Boy, Sam. Oh, boy, I can hardly wait to see what's going to happen. I'm afraid you won't be able to, 1943. Your time is almost up, and you better finish packing. But I want to hear the end of the game. Well, I know how you feel, old-timer, but you just haven't got the time. Okay, okay, turn off the radio. Anyway, I got a pretty good idea how it's going to turn out. Doggone, look at that clock. Just got my dubs together in time. Hmm, that's the first stroke of 12. I wonder what's keeping the new tenant. Little fella should be here by now. Well, don't worry, he'll show up. He always has. Say, here's a tip for you, Sam. You worked hard during the time I was here. You did a good job. And I want you to work even harder for the little fella that's coming in. Don't you worry, old-timer. I'm really rolling now. Hmm. Time's <laughs> a-fleeting, but I can't leave till that little shaver gets here. That must be him now. Yep. Come in. Well, it's the little new year. Hello, Sonny. Hello, old-timer. <laughs> What's that you got under your arm? Some forms I'm going to try awfully hard to get signed this year. Yeah? What are they? Well, here's the most important one. It says, un... un... How do you pronounce these big words? Let's see that. Oh, that says, unconditional surrender. Well, I hope you get them signed during soon. Hey, kid, I want you to meet Uncle Sam and his wife, Columbia. Glad to know you folks. Hello, Sonny. Hiya, bub. You ought to have a coat on with them diapers. It's pretty chilly tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I was sure cold the first night I got here. <laughs> well, son, I'm glad you're a sturdy little fella because there's a big ball game going on, and 
After it's over, you're going to have plenty to do. With all the pop bottles and peanut shells laying around, you're going to have to clean up the field and put it in order again. I'll do the best I can, sir. I know you will. But tell me, old-timer, how's the game going? Well, at the start, things didn't look so good. But after a while... Hear that, son? Yes, sir. What is it? That's being played for some of Sam's nephews. They were darn good ball players and hard hitters, too, but they were put out early in the game. Wasn't their fault. Pitching was a little too fast for them then, and it wasn't fair, either. The man that had my job last year told me that Tojo started pitching before the umpire said, play ball. That ain't baseball, son. Not like they play it in America. Well, I gotta be moseying along now. Oh, by the way, son, Uncle Sam's got a nephew called Franklin that's been taking mighty good care of him. Ain't he, Sam? You're darn tootin'. So keep an eye on him, son. Give him all the help you can. Franklin, eh? I'll write that down. And here's some more names for you. There's Winston, Joe, Chung. Whole lot more than Sam will give you. I ain't got time to mention them all right now. I'll make a note of them. Leave it to me. Hmm. One more thing, son. When I came in, there was a name given to me, and I was instructed to pass it on to you. And I want you to pass it on to the next little fella that takes over. Who is it, sir? The name is Colin Kelly. He represents all our boys who only got one turn at bat. Remember that, son. I will. Well, gotta be leaving now. Goodbye, Sam. So long, old timer. Well, here I go. So long, 43. So long, Columbia. Keep them flying. Sponsors of the Jack Benny program, the makers of Grape Nuts and Grape Nuts Flakes, send you their very best wishes for 1944. Good night, everyone. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for our annual New Year's play entitled The New Tenant, or Goodbye 44, Hello 45. As the curtain rises, it is almost midnight of December 31st, and old man 1944 is packing his bags and ready to make his exit. Curtain. Music. <laughs> Columbia, Columbia, come here a minute, please. What do you want, 44? Got to gather up my things before little 45 gets here. Hand me those, will you? Are these yours? Yep. Why, old-timer Bobby Socks. Well, I've had my moments, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Now, let's see. Might as well pack those racetracks. They ain't going to be used for a while. (laughs) See, there's Bay Meadows. Here's Hialeah. Yep, Here's Santa Anita. Say, 
I never knew they had a $10 window. <laughs> and what else? Oh, yes, hand me that bundle of swing music, will you? Here you are. Thanks. I'm going to dance with the dolly, with the hole in her stocking, with the hole in her stocking, with the hole in her stocking. <laughs> Sloppy little dame, ain't she? <laughs> oh, clang, 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 went the trolley. A ding, 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 went the bell. Come in. Hello, old-timer. Oh, hello, Uncle Sam. Where you been the last few weeks? Oh, I've been all over, all over. I've been delivering Christmas presents to all my nieces and my nephews. Well, Sam, you got here just in time to say goodbye to 1944. Yep, in a few minutes I'll be leaving you, and I'll never be back on Earth again. Gosh, I kind of feel sorry for you. Why? Now you will never know what happened to Snowflake and Shaggy. <laughs> That's right. Hey, Sam, I was looking for you yesterday. Where were you? Well, I ran up the West Coast. I wanted to ask Henry Kaiser what's cooking. Uh-huh. And between what's and cooking, he launched three ships. <laughs> well, you're getting the ships, Sam. Just get the men to sail them. You're all set. Well, I better finish my packing. Let's see. Maybe I ought to take along some of these moving pictures. You want to take going my way? Everybody's seen it. No, I better leave that. I want little 1945 to see it. With all the problems he's going to have, that picture will do him a lot of good. Well, how about taking Jack Benny's new picture? No, that's going to be one of his problems. <laughs> well, maybe I'd better... Come in. Well, howdy, everybody. Hi, old-timer. Well, what do you know? It's the world come to say goodbye to me. Yeah, I'll miss you, old-timer. Lots of things happened to me while you were here. That's right, world. We had 365 exciting days, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> what you laughing at, world? Remember last month when I burped and Tokyo had an earthquake? <laughs> yep. Say, world, your earthquake shook them almost as bad as my B-29s. You're right, Sam. Say, world, why don't you hang around till the lieutenant arrives? Sure, stay a while, world. Sit down on the refrigerator, cool off your Arctic circle. <laughs> Say, Columbia. Yeah? Tune in the radio. This will be my last chance to get a little entertainment. Okay. You're listening to another broadcast of Mr. Keene, Tracer of Lost Persons. The next case is that of a man named Benito Mussolini, alias Il Duce. A sure way to identify this fugitive is to get him up on a high building and show him a balcony. If he steps out on the balcony and makes a speech, he's Mussolini. If he steps out and there is no balcony, let's hope so. <laughs> I wonder where he's hiding. Oh, I wouldn't worry too much about him. His troublemaking days are over. Yeah, I'll get another station. And now that you have answered the first one correctly, would you like to try the $2 question? Yeah. The uh, $2 question is a simple one. Uh, oh, by the way, what is your name? My name is Adolf Hitler. But for $2, you can call me Schickelgruber. <laughs> All right, Adolf. Uh, would you like to try the $4 question? Yeah. You will be sorry. <laughs> Nobody asked you, Gary. <laughs> No coaching from the audience. Now for the next question. <clears throat> Tell me, Adolf, who won the Battle of Stalingrad? Germany. I'm sorry, that's the wrong answer. Wrong? Schweinhund, you call me wrong? Adolf Hitler can't be wrong. I'm always right. Heil Hitler. Heil myself. Verbluten, Toten, Dammkopf. Oh, 
chewing up the rug. I know what you are thinking. You are thinking that because I chew up rugs, I am crazy. I am not crazy. I am Adolf Hitler. I am one of the greatest. Whoa, 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 whoa. Everybody else is crazy, but I'm all right. I just like to eat rugs. <laughs> Get another, get another station, Columbia. Sickle Gruber seems to have lost control of himself. Okay, old timer. And now, Mr. Anthony, we have the case of Mr. H. All right. Will Mr. H step up to the microphone? Your name, please. My name is Hiro Hippo. I live in Imperial Paras, which is located in what is left of Tokyo. And uh, you have a problem? Uh, yes, Mr. Anthony. I went into partnership with a German in a war. First, we were winning. Now we are losing. Almost every day, the Big 29 fly over Tokyo. And now I wish I had never listened to that German that no good... No names, please. (laughs) Now, now get on with your problem. Well, my problem is this. If I have the world's greatest army and the world's greatest air force and the world's greatest navy, then please tell me, Mr. Anthony. Yes? Why in the name of Nagasaki am I getting the sukiyaki knocked out of me? I'll tell you why, Hirohito. Because you and your whole gang are a bunch of dirty no No names, please. No names. Yes, Hirohito, you have a problem. But it's of your own making, and I cannot, nor would I, give you any advice, any consolation, or any hope for the future. And if you'll excuse the expression, scram, bum! That killing him? Turn it off, Columbia. Shut it off. Don't go on look at that clock. Just got my duds together and time. Hmm. That's the first stroke of 12. Wonder what's keeping the new tenant. Don't worry. He'll show up. He always does. Say, here's a tip for you, Sam. You worked hard during the time I was here, and you did a good job. But I want you to work even harder for the little fella that's coming in. Well, don't you worry, old-timer. I'm really rolling now. Hmm, time's a-fleeting, but I can't leave till that little shaver gets here. Hmm, that must be him now. Yeah. Come in. Well, it's the little new year. Hello, Sonny. Hello, old-timer. Isn't he cute? Just look at the size of him. Yeah. <laughs> Bet he doesn't weigh much more than Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's, what's that you got under your arm, Sonny? Some forms I'm going to try awfully hard to get signed this year. Yeah? What are they? Well, here's the most important one. It says, un, un, how do you pronounce these big words? Let's see it. Oh, that says, unconditional surrender. Well, I hope you get them signed darn soon. Hey, kid, I want you to meet Uncle Sam and his wife, Columbia. Glad to know you, folks. Hello, Sonny. Hiya, bub. You ought to have a coat on with them diapers. It's pretty chilly tonight. (laughs) Yeah. I sure was cold the first night I got here. (laughs) Say, bub, I almost forgot. This is the world. Want you to meet him, too. Hello, son. Hello. See you the world, huh? Yes, sir. Gosh, there's enough room on him for everybody. Well, there should be, but there are a couple of fellas that are trying to hog it all. They ain't never satisfied. Now, sit down, Sonny. I want to show you my album. A few pictures I took while I was here. 
Now, here's a family picture of a bunch of Uncle Sam's nephews. Say, they all look alike, don't they? Well, they do in those uniforms, but let me tell you something, Sonny. They're doing a great job, and you can be proud of each and every one of them. What are their names? Well, I, I don't know them all, but there's a fella named Jones. Here's another one here, O'Reilly. There's a kid called Spinelli. Right next to him, see that colored boy there? Mm-hmm. His name's Johnson. Right in back of him, that's Lopez. Right alongside of him is a fella named Ginsburg. And the fella way over on this end here is Peterson. All good Americans. Now, Sonny, here's a picture of another group of Uncle Sam's nephews. Now, these boys felt just like you did. You know, about the world being big enough for everybody. These boys, just like the others, went out to do something about it. Gee, they look like the kind of fellows that would do a good job. They did more than a good job. Too bad they can't come back tell you about it. And listen, Sonny, one of your jobs is not to forget what they did. And here's something else you don't want to forget. What's that, sir? Well, you got to see that Sam's nephews and nieces here at home stay on their jobs. And keep giving blood to the Red Cross. And never stop buying bonds until you get that paper signed. You know, the one you brought with you. Yes, sir. And another thing. Hey, old timer, you better get moving. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't rush me. Oh, by the way, son, Uncle Sam's got a nephew called Franklin that's been taking mighty good care of him. Ain't he, Sam? Darn tootin'. Well, keep an eye on him, son, and give him all the help you can. Franklin, eh? I'll write that down. Well, my time's almost up. Gotta be leaving now. Goodbye, Junior. So long, Pop. Goodbye, Sam. So long, old-timer. Well, here I go. Goodbye, 44. So long, Columbia. Keep them flying. Kids, that's that. Just think, another year almost gone. Boy, how they roll around. Imagine, it'll soon be 1946. I wonder what the new year will bring. I wonder what new things will come out. Science is certainly wonderful. Heliocopters, jet propulsion, atomic energy. It's amazing. I wonder what they'll... Hmm, it's kind of late. I wonder who that can be. Oh, hello. Hello. You're Jack Benny, aren't you? Why, why, yes. Yes, little boy. Who are you? I'm the New Year. The New Year? But all the other little New Years have always come on January 1st. You're early. Maybe he's trying to pick up a couple of tickets for the Rose Bowl game. <laughs> Don't be silly, Phil. Maybe there's something wrong with our calendar. No, no, I came early because 1946 looks like it's going to be a good year. And I'm raring to go. Got a lot of work to do. Automobiles, prefabricated houses, vacuum cleaners, fluorescent toupees. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. How about nylon stockings? There'll be plenty of those. Oh, good. I was lucky to get this pair I'm wearing. They make my legs look so nice. 
See? Well, hey, this kid's really ahead of time. <laughs> well, look, uh, Sonny, uh, how about radio in 1946? That is, uh, what I mean is television. Uh, what, uh, what are my chances in television? Would you really like to know? Yes. Sit down, Mr. Benny. Thank you, thank you. Well, all right, kid, I can take it. I mean, tell me, what are my chances in television? Well, first of all, tell me, how old are you, Mr. Benny? Sit down, kid. <laughs> Quiet. What, uh, what did you say, Sonny? I said, how old are you? <laughs> uh, 37. That's a joke, son. <laughs> it is not. Now, what were you going to say about... Oh, the... Jack, look out the window. There's an old man coming up the wall. Yeah, and he looks like Father Time. Father Time? What is this, anyway? <laughs> no! Hey, you're not Father Time, are you? Father Time? I don't know what you're talking about, bub. I'm looking for my grandson. I was told to come in here. Oh, you mean... He was supposed to be in a New Year's play. The kids are given at the schoolhouse, but they run away. Oh. Oh. Oh, so that's it. Hiya, Grandpa. Oh, oh, so there you are, you little shaver. Come on back to the schoolhouse. The people are waiting for the New Year. Come on, let's get going. Get on my ear. Yeah, take it easy on the little fella. I just told you, Bubby's my grandson. He's in a school play. He's the real New Year. Well, he sure fooled me. <laughs> so, he's, so he's going to be in the school play, huh? But isn't he a little old to be wearing those diapers? He just got out of the army and he can't buy any clothes. <laughs> oh, fine. Well, take him along, then. Goodbye, Grandpa. So long, Sonny. So long. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Sonny. Happy New Year. kid. See, I remember, I remember when I was his age. I was in a little New Year's play at school, too. You know, I was so good. Well, uh, so long, Jackson. I gotta beat it. Yeah, me too. Happy New Year, Mr. Benny. Uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Anyway, Mary, I was so good in this school play that I held the audience spellbound. In fact, just recently they made a picture of it, you know? <laughs> I'll never forget how cute. <laughs> I'll never forget how cute I was in that play. In fact, you know, that's what gave me the idea that someday I'd be Well, I gotta go. Happy New Year, Jack. Happy New Year, Mary. Anyway, I'll never forget it. Yeah, I walked out on the stage wearing a little pair of wings, and across my chest was a banner saying, Happy New Year, 18... I mean, 1912. (laughs) And when I spoke my first line... Boss, boss, who are you talking to? Huh? Oh, oh, they've all gone. Sit down, Rochester. Yeah, Rochester. I walked out on the stage and I looked so cute with my long curls and blue eyes and dimpled cheeks. And when I got all through, there was so much applause that the teacher came right over and kissed me. She said, Jackie, 
You're the best New Year's Eve we ever had. Ladies and gentlemen, while history will point to 1945 as the year of victory, 1946 will be the start of a new era. An era in which people the world over must live together in peace and mutual respect. We want a lot more than just battles in this war. We want a realization that all men everywhere want to live out their lives in peace and freedom. While there are many different points of view of how this peace should be secured, the important thing is that all mankind wants it, and it will be accomplished. There's no place for hate, greed, suspicion, and prejudice in a world that has the atomic bomb. The old era is dead, and 1946 is the beginning of the new one. The era of Wendell Wilkie's One World. Happy New Year, everybody. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for our feature attraction tonight, even though we haven't done it for a couple of years, we're going to present another of our New Year's fantasies called The New Tenant, or Goodbye 47, Hello 48. Now, in this fantasy... Wait a minute, Jack. How are you going to do without Mary? She always plays the part of Columbia. Oh, my goodness, you're right. And Mary can't be here. Hey, Jackson, you don't have to throw out our play. I just got an idea. What is it? Well, look, I rehearsed my show right across the hall, and Alice will be tickled to death to come in and pinch hit for Mary. Well... Yeah, I don't know, Phil. It's, uh... She'll do it for nothing. Oh, well, go get her. <laughs> you go ahead. What do you mean, go get her? What do you want, honey? Oh, hello, Alice. Hello, Jack. Alice, I'm so glad you came in. We want you to help us out with our play. You see, uh, Mary can't be here. Oh, that's too bad. What's wrong with Mary? She's home in bed with a bad case of alligator shoes. <laughs> Dennis, Mary has a cold, Alice. Now, let's get on with the show. Now, in our fantasy, I will play the part of the old year 1947, who is living in a big boarding house run by Uncle Sam and his wife, Columbia. Now, Alice, you'll play the part of Columbia. Columbia? Yes. On this network? <laughs> well, NBC has the holiday spirit, you see But Alice, I mean that you play Columbia, the mother of America And you were born in 1776 You know how old that makes you? 38 <laughs> 38? Well, if it's good enough for you, it's good enough for me Oh <laughs> Well, there's room there for both of us, you know Now, Phil... Bill, you play the part of Uncle Sam, and you and Alice have 48 children, and you may soon have another child, Hawaii. Alice, come back. It's only a play. <laughs> yes. Now, Dennis, you will represent the different countries in the world that come in and say goodbye to the old year. But gee, how can I play all the different countries? I'm so confused. I couldn't have cast it any better. Now, let's get on with our play. The New Tenant, or Goodbye 47, Hello 48. As the curtain rises, it is 2 o'clock in the afternoon of December 31st. And old man 47 is packing his bags, getting ready to make his exit. Curtain. Music.
Oh, Columbia. Columbia. Come here a minute, will you, please? What do you want, 47? Give me a hand, will you? I gotta get out of here before midnight and make room for the new tenant. Well, it's only two o'clock in the afternoon. What's your hurry? I got a lot of packing to do. Hand me that, will you? Oh, why, old timer. Bubblegum. Yep. Love the stuff. <laughs> but how can you chew it? You ain't got the teeth. I gum my gum by gum. <laughs> <laughs> My pointy nose always breaks him. <laughs> Say, I wonder if it's still raining out. What a day. Doggone, it's thundering, too. Isn't that awful on my last day here? I'm going to have a talk with Thunder. Oh, Thor! Thor! Yes! <laughs> Are you Thor? No, just a little angry. <laughs> now cut that out. Now don't be funny. This is my last day on earth. Good. Why? You've been a lousy year, and I'm glad to get rid of you. Lousy year? What are you talking about? I've been as busy as a bee. Tremendous production. Making automobiles, airplanes, refrigerators, television sets, clothes, typewriters, boats, radios, and lots of other things. I know, but they all went to the woman who guessed who Miss Hush was. <laughs> oh, keep quiet. I said keep quiet. That Thor makes me sick showing off with his thunder. Just mad because the Chamber of Commerce won't let him in California. <laughs> Say, Columbia, hand me those songs, will you? I'm going to take them with me. Here you are. Let me see. A feuding, a fussing, and a fighting. Lady from 29 Palms. And oh, here's this one. Chibaba, chibaba, chihuahua, and chillon, la cuca, la gamba. Chibaba, chibaba, Never did find out what that meant. Say, old timer, take this with you, too. I can't stand it. What is it? That's what I like about the South. <laughs> I never found out what that meant either. Okay, give it to me. Well, howdy, old-timer. Hello, Uncle Sam. Afraid you wouldn't get here in time to see me go. Well, I'm sorry, but I've been busy. Well, what you been doing, Sam? Been over in Arizona trying to help some of her children, them Navajos. The uh, Navajo Indians? Yep, the way, they, way we treated them, our faces should be red, too. Yeah. I hope you see everything's all right, though, from now on. Well, I better get on. Come in. Hey, it's my neighbor, Mexico. Mexico? Excuse me for talking in your face, senor, but I came to say goodbye, I think. <laughs> well, thank you. Say, Mexico, it was awful nice of you to come up and say goodbye to the old-timer. Oh, it was nothing, senor. I was tired of fiesta, so I come up to your country to siesta. <laughs> to sleep? No, to siesta, Williams. <laughs> Esther Williams, you like her, eh? Chibaba, chibaba, chihuahua. Oh, so that's what it means. Huh? <laughs> well, thanks for dropping in, Mexico. Good luck. Adios, senor. That was darn nice of him. Well, Columbia, I better get on with... Say, isn't it too early for the new year to be getting here? What do you mean, old-timer? Look out the window. Here comes him. Here he comes now without any clothes on, just a cloth wrapped around him. Hey, are you the new year? No, I'm on my way home from Santa Anita. 
Doggone, I thought sure. Now, who can that be? Come in. Oh, look, it's, it's England. Well, hello, England. Come on in. Just dropped in to say goodbye, old chap. Thanks. <laughs> say, wait a minute, England. Is it uh, snowing outside? No, that's rice on my shoulders. We had a big wedding a little while ago. Oh, yes, yes. And uh, how are you, Uncle Sam? You'll get it. You'll get it. Take your hands out of my pocket. <laughs> Well, don't make him wait too long, Sam. He needs it pretty bad. Huh? Thanks, old-timer, and cheerio. So long, England, and good luck. You know, he's quite a guy. Now, let's see. What else can I pack? Do you want to take these flying saucers with you? No, I need them like a moose needs a hat rack. <laughs> I hear that on some radio program. Something about Norman Krasny. <laughs> I wonder if it's still raining. No, it's just a little cloudy. But, uh, oh, look. Look, the sun's a-breaking through. Well, doggone if it ain't. Here comes the sun. Hello, Sal. <laughs> Hello, old-timer. <laughs> God, look at the way the sun is beaming. Yep, and get a load of that beam. <laughs> hey, Sal, nice of you to come out on my last day. Yeah, just warming it up for the Rose Bowl game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Sal, you ought to go to New York. Melt some of that snow they got over there. That was my fault. They kept singing about a white Christmas, and they got it. <laughs> I guess you're right. Well, so long, Sal. So long, old-timer. <laughs> Always like to see him. Does my rheumatism good. <laughs> well, I better finish packing. Doggone, I'm all alone. It's almost midnight. Gosh, I'm tired. Sure had a tough time. Did the best I could, though, and I hope the new fella will do a lot better. Uh-oh, there's the first stroke of midnight. Lieutenant ought to be here any second now. Well, I better get my bags and just... Hey, that must be him now. Come in. Well, it's a little new year, all right. Hello, Sonny. Hello, old-timer. Say, you're a cute little rascal. Thank you. <laughs> you even got that new look. <laughs> Your diaper's two inches longer. <laughs> Come on in, make yourself at home. I'm just about to leave. Oh, by the way, Sonny, before I go, I want to show you my picture album. Your picture album? Yep. Here, I'll show you. Now, take a good look at this picture. Here's something I'm mighty proud of. That looks like a railroad yard with all those trains. Yep. That long one over there is the friendship train. Started out with just a dozen cars. But every place it stopped, people added more and more food for Europe. What's this other one over here? Oh, that, that's called the freedom train. The freedom train? Yep. And I want you to get as many people as possible to see it. Whole life's life is on that train. Bill of Rights, Emancipation Proclamation, Declaration of Independence. Those are big words. What do they mean? Well, I'll sum it up for you in the words of a great man, Abraham Lincoln. That government of the people, by the people, and for the people shall not perish from the earth. That makes a lot of sense. Well, Sonny, I gotta be going now, but I want to tell you one thing. What's that, old-timer? You're even gonna have a tougher job than I had, but you'll have an extra day to do it. You're a leap year. Leap year? Yeah, it's a special year they throw in just for the women. <laughs> you know, so 
those that ain't been asked can do the asking. <laughs> Before the poor guy knows it, he's married. Married? What's that? Oh, just another version of feuding, of fussing, and of fighting. <laughs> well, Sonny, be sure and take care of Columbia and Uncle Sam. I will. And the rest of the world ain't in too good shape. A lot of people hungry. But there's a fellow here by the name of Marshall who's got a plan to sort of help him out. Marshall? Yep, George Marshall. Now, his plan's gonna cost a lot of money, but it's worth every cent of it. Always remember, Sonny, isn't money that counts. It's people. And it's up to those who have to help those who have. Well, I'm just about ready. Oh, yes, uh, one more thing, Sonny. Yes, sir? A lot of awful lot of things in this world that ain't good, you know. There's distrust, and greed, and racial prejudice, and hatred. See if you can do something about it. I sure will. Well, gotta be going. Good luck, 48. Thanks, old-timer. Now be sure and take care of everybody. I will. Goodbye, 47. So long, Sonny. Happy New Year, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, since this is New Year's Eve, we are going to revive an old custom and present another. Oh, Jack. Yes, Don. Before you do the sketch, I think we ought to have a commercial. A commercial? By all means. Is the Sportsman Quartet here? Oh, yes, Jack, and they prepared a number that's quite appropriate for the New Year. It's all about New Year's resolutions. Well, that's very clever. I was afraid they'd have something about the 4th of July in here. <laughs> Go ahead, boys. Let's hear it. <laughs> We resolve when playing golf to never lose our temper. We'll stop and smoke and count each stroke. We promise to remember. Be happy, go lucky. Be happy, go lucky strike. Be happy, go lucky. Go lucky strike today. When my wife demands a new fur coat just like her cousin, I'll light a lucky, take a puff, and say, let's buy a dozen. When the phone awakens me some morning from my slumber, I promise not to blow my top. It's sorry, pal, wrong number. Be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky strike. Be happy, go lucky, go lucky strike today. Everyone is making resolutions to reduce But as for me, I just can't see that it would be much use Be hippie, go lucky, be hippie, go lucky strike Be hippie, go lucky, go lucky strike today One more year has come and gone and Penny's feeling fine When his toupee is old and gray, he'll still be 39 Here's a resolution every one of you can make Be full of cheer throughout the year and then for goodness be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky, strike, be happy, go lucky, go lucky, strike today. Very good, Don, wonderful, and sportsman, happy new year. Happy new year. Don. Don, they talk. They talk. This is wonderful. Hey, come over here, fellas. Mary, say Happy New Year to them. Happy New Year, boys. Happy year. New. <laughs> oh, 
darn it, the tenor got in the wrong place. Maybe we'll get it right next year. And now, ladies and gentlemen, as I started to say, since this is New Year's Eve, we are going to revive an old custom and present our New Year's fantasy entitled The New Tenant or Goodbye 50, Hello 51. Now, I will play the part of the old year, 1950. And, Don, you will be the world. Oh, Jack, every time you do one of these fantasies, you make me play the world. Just once, I'd like to be the little New Year. <laughs> you played a part of the little New Year? Don, that's ridiculous. Ridiculous? Why? I could wear a diaper, couldn't I? Don, you not only can't wear a diaper now, but there's a great element of doubt in my mind that you ever could. <laughs> So you'll play the part of the world. Just come dressed in your latitudes. Or if it's cold, wear your longitudes. Now, let's see. Jack. What? How come you're getting most of the jokes in the program today? My writer did that instead of buying me a Christmas present. <laughs> Cheap guys. Now, Phil, you will play the part of Uncle Sam, and Mary, you'll be Uncle Sam's wife, Columbia. Now, you and Uncle Sam have 48 children. Forty-eight children? Wait till Alice hears about this. <laughs> it's only a play. Now, Dennis, I have a very difficult part for you. We have? Yes, you will be several of the foreign countries in the United Nations, such as France. Oui, oui. England. Rather. Mexico. Buenas noches, senor. And Russia. How do you do? <laughs> Now, Dennis, this is a very serious play, so let's get started. As the curtain rises, the old year, 1950, is in his room packing, and Columbia is helping him. Curtain. Music. Oh, Columbia. Columbia, will you come here a minute, please? Well, what do you want, 1950? Give me a hand with my packing, will you? Got to get out of here by midnight and make room for the new tenant. Oh, yes. Little 51 will be here soon. Yep. As soon as I'm packed, I'll be on my way. Sure wish I could take that television set with me. Why? That Faye Emerson. Wow! <laughs> say, Columbia, where's your husband, Uncle Sam? like to say goodbye to him. Oh, he's meeting with the U.N. again. There's so many things for him to straighten out these days. Yeah, but Sam's been in a lot of tough situations before, and he's always come out all right. Well, almost got the suitcase filled. Now, let's see, what else? Oh, yeah, I want to take some of this music. Irene, good night, Irene. Irene, good night. Good night, Irene. Good night. Yep, gonna take that one with me. If Irene don't want to go to sleep, why force her? <laughs> now, let's see. Yep. Yes, I got about everything. Hiya, Rube. Hiya. What was that? Oh, one of them flying saucers. <laughs> Yes, sirree. Guess I've packed about everything. Well, look who's here. It's Uncle Sam. 
Hello, Sam. Howdy, Columbia. I just dropped in to say goodbye to 1950. Right nice of you, Sam, coming to say goodbye to me, considering all the trouble I gave you. Yep, you've sure been a rough year. Well, I know I made some mistakes, but... Mistakes? Right off the bat, you froze up my son, Florida. Then you practically ruined me with the coal and railroad strikes. And, brother, what you done to Notre Dame? <laughs> now, don't be too hard on 50, Sam. He did his best. Well, thanks, Columbia. Tried, anyway. Well, I better get going. Say, don't forget to say goodbye to my 48 kids. I won't. They're my favorite little... Hey, wait a minute. Hey, Columbia, how come you're sitting there knitting? Oh, ain't she told you? <laughs> told me what? We're expecting two more, Hawaii and Alaska. Where? It's kind of tough knitting woolen underwear and grass skirts at the same time. <laughs> That's pretty good. Hello, everybody. Well, well, if it ain't the world. Hello, world. How's the universe treating me? No, I don't know. Say, world, you don't look too happy. Well, I haven't been feeling so well lately. You remember how sick I was from 1914 to 1918? Uh-huh. Then I had a relapse from 1939 to 1945. Yep, I heard about it, but I thought you were all over that. A few months ago, I suddenly developed a big pain around my 38th parallel. Well, why don't you go see a doctor? I did, and he knew what was wrong with me as soon as he took my blood count. Too many red cells. Well, you'd all feel a lot better if they'd get something accomplished downstairs in the U.N. Say, they're having a meeting there now. Let's open the door and listen. Order, order. Let's have a little order for the next speaker. Look, the Russian delegate is getting up. Yeah. People of the world, gentlemen and comrades, we of the Russian Soviets wish for peace, and we are prepared to make a fair compromise. All we ask is a small buffer area. Of course, this would mean moving the 38th parallel slightly. We would like to move it somewhere around Alabama and Mississippi. <laughs> I am not finished with my speech yet. Since I am here in America, I want to tell you the terrible things I have seen with my own eyes. Peasants are forced to ride in automobiles. In California, some of the peasants are even forced to ride with the top down. And they are wearing dark glasses so nobody should see how much they are suffering. And tomorrow, tomorrow in a concentration camp they call the Rose Bowl, a hundred thousand people will be forced to huddle together to watch a football game. That is why I just say that... Just a moment, just a moment. What is wrong? Why is it, Mr. Russian delegate, that every time we discuss a matter here, you stall and delay the debate for weeks and months so it never ends? Well, if you must know, the longer I stay here, the less time I have to spend in Russia. <laughs> Close the door, Sam. I've heard enough. Well, Columbia, it's almost midnight. Better get my bags together and... Say, the new year's coming a few seconds early. What do you mean, old-timer? Look out the window. Here he comes now without any clothes on. Just a cloth wrapped around him. 
Hey, are you the new year? No, I'm on my way home from Santa Anita. <laughs> Doggone, I thought, sure, that was him. Well, let's see. I got my bags packed, got my hourglass. I guess I'm... Hey, that must be him now. Come in. Hi, Rube. Gone, there goes that saucer again. I didn't see anything. Neither did I. Well, some people do and some don't. <laughs> hmm, that's the first stroke of 12. I wonder what's keeping the new tenant. Little fella should be here by now. Don't worry, he'll show up. Now, before I leave, Sam, here's a little tip for you. Keep your shirt on, but your sleeves rolled up and everything will be all right. Don't worry, old-timer. They can push Uncle Sam just so far. Then he starts pushing back. I know, Sam, but you're going to need a lot of things to push with. So keep your factories humming. People have to work a little harder and do without a few things, but they did it before, and they can do it again. Well, time's a fleeting, but I can't leave till that little shaver gets here. That must be him now. Yeah. Come in. Yep, it's the little New Year. Hello, son. Hello, old-timer. Isn't he cute? Yeah, I'll bet he don't weigh much more than Sinatra. <laughs> Come here, sonny. I want you to meet Uncle Sam and his wife, Columbia. Glad to know you, folks. Hello, sonny. Hi, bub. Make yourself to home. And say, I almost forgot. This is the world. Want you to meet him, too. Hello, son. Hello. So he's the world, huh? Yes, sir. Gosh, there's enough room on him for everybody. <laughs> well, there should be, and yet... Oh, I don't quite understand it myself. Well, it's getting late, and I'll have to be moseying along, son, but there are a few things you ought to know. What is it, old-timer? Well, the most important thing I want you to remember is to take good care of Uncle Sam here. You ain't gonna have no picnic, 51. You may get some complaints about high prices and taxes. Gee, I'm a little discouraged already. Oh, I wouldn't be too discouraged. It looks bad, but some good things are happening. Some people are beginning to understand each other a little better. A couple of weeks ago, a fella called Ralph Bunch grandson of a slave, went to Stockholm to pick up his Nobel Peace Award. Take good care of him, Sonny. We need men like that. I will. Then there's some more fellas I want you to take care of. You'll hear about them. Ike Eisenhower and Douglas MacArthur. They've been helping Sam for a long time. There's some others, too. Sam will tell you who they are, won't you, Sam? I sure will. The reason I'm mentioning this, Sonny, is because I want you to be a little more careful than I was. See, I lost some mighty good boys while I was here. One of them just recently. A fellow named Walton Walker. He was a general and a darn good one, too. And then there were thousands of others who weren't generals and weren't even officers. Just plain G.I.s. But they're all doing their job for Uncle Sam. Weren't they, Sam? Yep. I'll never forget them. Then there was another fellow we lost during my time. 
Was he a soldier, too? Well, you could call him that. Sort of a singing soldier. Used to go around entertaining everybody. Singing songs and telling jokes, making people happy. I wish you could have seen him. He was good, huh? Good? Why, son, when he'd get down on one knee and sing about his mammy, the people would stand up and cheer. And after he sang and sang and sang and you thought he was all through, he'd look right at you and say, you ain't heard nothing yet. Hmm. There's the 11th gong. Gee, I feel older already. Well, you got a big responsibility, son. Just as soon as I go, it's all yours. Well, I guess I'll be on my way. Gosh, I hate to go. There's so many things I wanted to do. But you're young and strong, and I guess I'm leaving it in good hands. Goodbye, son. Goodbye. So long, Sam. So long, Columbia. Goodbye, Goodbye old-timer. Old Goodbye, 1950. So long, world. Keep smiling. Gentlemen, for our feature attraction tonight, even though we haven't done it for a couple of years, we're going to present another of our New Year's fantasies called The New Tenant, or Goodbye 52, Hello 53. As most of you have heard us do this type of play before, well, you will realize this is an allegorical fantasy which takes place Hold in... it, Jack, hold it. Huh? What is it, Bob? Well, I'm kind of new on the show, and, well, what does allegorical fantasy mean? Well, let me see. An allegorical fantasy, Bob, is something that could happen, although it never has. Like a rabbit being sable? You know, Mary, there's a Chinese proverb taken from a popular song. It says, Girl who make fun of boss soon find it not such a long time from December to the May Company. So watch it, Ming Toy. Now, in our fantasy, I will play the part of the old year, 1952, who has been living in a big boarding house called the United States, which is run by Uncle Sam and his wife, Columbia. And, Bob, you're going to play the part of Uncle Sam. Well, thanks, Jack. You're welcome. Now, as Uncle Sam, you'll wear a bright blue jacket and white stars on it and red and white striped pants. I'll lay eight to five. People will think I'm Bing. That won't hurt you. Now, Mary, you play the part of Columbia. You're Bob's wife, and you have 48 children. Mary, come back here. It's just a play. Oh, yes. And you soon may have two other children, Hawaii and Alaska. Okay, we can call the new kids Hi and Al. Yes. Now, Don. Yes, Jack. You play a very important part in tonight's fantasy. You're going to be the world. The world? Yes. So loosen your belt. You're strangling South America. And now, ladies and gentlemen, our play, The New Tenant. As the curtain rises, the time is almost midnight. December 31st, the old man, 1952, is packing his bags 
ready to make his exit. Curtain. Music. Oh, Columbia! Columbia! Will you come here a minute, please? What do you want, 52? Well, I'll have to be moseying along soon. Better start packing my things before little 53 gets here. Hand me that calendar, will you? What do you want this calendar for? It's an old one. Who cares? Marilyn Monroe, wow! Now let's see. What else? Gosh, old timer, I hate to see you go. I kind of hate to go myself, but I had a pretty good time while I was here. Traveled a lot, too. Traveled? Yeah, I've been out west where men are men. I've been to Paris where women are women. And I've been to Denmark where you can't quite be sure. Well, we'll, we'll kind of miss the old world with its radio and television, autos, airplanes. Well, hello, Uncle Sam. Hello, Columbia. Just dropped by to say goodbye to 52. Where is he? Here I am. I'm 52. What did you say? I said I'm 52. Never thought you'd admit it. This is an allegorical fantasy. Well, I'm packing to leave, Sam. And you know, there's one of the fellers here I'm going to miss. He sure became a big hit when he was here. Who's that? Johnny Ray. When your sweetheart writes a letter of goodbye. I guess I'll take that song with me. Here, old timer, you can take this song too. I'm sick of it. Which one is that? When you say I beg your pardon, then I'll come back to you. Oh yeah, can't understand why that didn't become a big hit. Oh well, hand it to me. Grab it yourself. I wouldn't touch it. Okay, okay. Hey, look, it's my neighbor, Mexico. Mexico? Excuse me, senor, but I have come to say goodbye, I think. Well, thank you. Say, Mexico, it was awfully nice of you to come up here and say goodbye to old-timer. Oh, it was nothing, senorita. Say, Mexico, didn't you just elect a new president by the name of Adolfo Ruiz Cortinas? See, si. That was quite an exciting election. See, si. I am still wearing the button. Oh, yes, yes. My eyes aren't ain't so good anymore. What does it say? Me gusta mi candidato. What, what does that mean? I like Adolfo. What about the small print on the bottom? What does that say? Drink Manasheva, Vivitsen. Doggone. A fellow by the name of Bob Crosby made that a famous line. Well, I have to go now. Adios. So long, Mexico. Well, Colombia, I better get on with my... Say, isn't it too early for the New Year to be getting here? What do you mean, old timer? Look out the window. Here he comes now, without any clothes on. Just a cloth wrapped around him. Hey, are you the New Year? No, I'm on my way home from Santa Anita. Doggone. I run into him every year. Well, I better finish my packing. Here's my elevator shoes. 
say, 52, why did you wear elevator shoes? I was a leap year. I had to be a little taller than the rest. <laughs> that was corny, but it was cute. Yep, I guess so. Now hand me my... Always interruptions. Come in. It's me, old timer. Well, if it ain't the world, come on in. Say, world, what took you so long getting here? I've been to the doctor about this boil on my shoulder. Boil? Where, where is it? Right here in Korea. Gosh, you sure had trouble with boils this year, haven't you? Sure have. Korea, Indochina, Indonesia, and a new one just broke out in Morocco. Well, let's hope 53 can get rid of them. I sure hope so. Well, I better be spinning along. So long, old-timer. Goodbye, world. Doggone. I'm all alone and it's almost midnight. Gosh, I'm tired. I sure had 366 tough days. I did the best I could. And I hope the new fellow will do a lot better. Oh, oh, there's the first stroke of midnight. The new tenant ought to be here any second now. Well, I better get my bags and... Hey, that must be him now. Come in. Well, it's the little new year, all right. Hello, Sonny. Hello, timer. Say, you're a cute little rascal. Thank you. Gosh, just look at you. So young, so eager, so hopeful. Look at the world through those rose-colored glasses. Well, didn't you see the world through rose-colored glasses? No, no, mine were green. During my stay here, they put chlorophyll in everything. <laughs> what a fad. You sound like you'd enjoy your stay, old-timer. Oh, sure. Sonny, I saw plenty of changes. I saw the ladies go in for poodle haircuts. I saw a new heavyweight champion crowned. And I saw Brooklyn almost win the World Series. Gee, I never heard of that. World Series? No, Brooklyn. You will, you will. They may even apply for statehood. Yep, Sonny. They've been, they've been some good moments and some sad ones during my stay. One of our oldest countries, England, lost her king while I was here. And just recently, our youngest country, Israel, lost their president. I'm sorry you couldn't meet them. They were loved by everybody. Is Israel the only country that has presidents? Oh, no, Sonny, no. Right here in America, we've had them since the country started. And during my stay here, they had a presidential election. It started out in July. The Republicans and the Democrats had conventions. There were lots of speeches. And after all, the excitement was over. They had nominated Adelaide Stevenson and Dwight Eisenhower. And then, about a month and a half ago, 61 million people went to the polls and voted, and Dwight Eisenhower won. Will I get to meet him? Meet him in no time. He'll have you calling him Ike. Take good care of him, Sonny. He's got a big job on his hands. You can count on me, old-timer. You know, Sonny, I might as well tell you something. 
The world was just in to see me a while ago, and he ain't in such good shape. As a matter of fact, he's kind of sick. What's the matter with him? Well, he's got some spots that are kind of troubling him. It's a blood condition. Too many red cells or something. I hope his health improves during your stay here. I hope so, too. Well, let's see. I, have I got everything? Yep, I'm just about ready to go. Yes, sirree. Well, good luck, 53. Thanks, old-timer. Now be sure and take good care of everybody. I will. Goodbye, 52. So long, Sonny. Keep smiling. Ladies and gentlemen, in just a minute, I'll tell you about my television program, which goes on immediately after this show. But first, here's something I'd like to say, and it's really appropriate at this time. Ladies and gentlemen, the chief hope of our enemies is to divide the United States along racial and religious lines, and thereby conquer us. Let's not spread prejudice. A divided America is a weak America. Through our behavior, we encourage the respect of our children and make them better neighbors to all races and religions. Remind them that being good neighbors has helped make our country great and kept her free. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, as many of you probably know, I was in radio for 24 years. And the last 12 of those years, every year at this time, every season, I always did a New Year's fantasy called The New Tenant. And we've never done it on television. And today, this being New Year's Day, we'd like to show you the way we did it in radio. Now, those of you who have heard us do it on radio, you may get a kick out of watching it. For those of you who have never seen a radio setup, here it is. Now, Don Wilson, my announcer, who has been with me 22 of these 24 years, will play the part of Uncle Sam. Lois Corbett, who is Mrs. Don Wilson in real life, will play the part of his wife, Columbia. This is Mel Blank, who has played so many characters on my show that always done everything. My, the Maxwell, the noise of the Maxwell, and my violin teacher, and the parrot. That's right, Eddie. <laughs> and here's a young fella that's going to participate in the play. This is... Uh, uh, little Charles um, Herbert. Little Charles Herbert. Just take a little bow, Charlie. That's it. <laughs> and um, this gentleman here will. <laughs> Wait a minute. I. I don't remember you at rehearsal. Uh, what do you do on this show? Nothing. <laughs> what are you doing sitting up here on this stage? Couldn't get a seat in the audience. <laughs> I guess I gave away too many tickets. What do you mean, gave? <laughs> Look, just sit there and be quiet. You can watch the show. And I'll... Oh, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, Mr. Gene Twombly, who has been my sound man for many, many years. And now... And now for our fantasy, as we did it on radio, the new tenant 
or goodbye 55, hello 46. Hello 56. I'm going back like my age. I, I will play the part of the old year, 1955. Music, please. Our scene takes place in a rooming house run by Uncle Sam and Columbia. It's almost midnight. The old year is getting ready to leave. Oh, Columbia. Columbia. What is it, old-timer? Can you help me with some of this packing? I gotta get out of here and make room for the new tenant. Well, I sure hate to see you go. You know, you've been a pretty good year. Well, thanks. Before I go, Columbia, I want to tell you that I'm mighty proud of you and Sam and your 48 kids. And I hope the, those new ones you've been expecting arrive real soon. Here are the additional stars to sew on your flag. Oh, thank you. I'll take very good care of... Well, wait a minute, old-timer. You handed me three stars. That's right. Hawaii, Alaska, and Disneyland. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Disneyland isn't a state. Yes, it is. It's a state of mind. Keeps you young. <laughs> now, let's see. What else do I have to take? Come in. Oh, Sam, I've been packing here. Hello, old-timer. Well, I got that list of people you want to say goodbye to. Oh, I've already said goodbye to all of them. Well, how about the last one, John Foster Dulles? Oh, I said goodbye to him this morning, and between good and bye, he flew to Paris and back. He's <laughs> always going someplace in an airplane. He's the busiest man that I've ever... never saw a man that traveled so... Hey, wait a minute. What's the idea of walking out in the middle of my show? I just got a shower and sobered up. <laughs> and I didn't like you in color either. <laughs> oh, well. Now, let's see. Oh, yes, before I leave here, Sam, uh, here's something I want to give you. All that money? What's it for, old-timer? Well, next year they're holding the Olympic Games down in Australia, and I want to use this money to send a good team down there. Well, it's sure a lot of dough. Yep. There's $100,000 in that bag and 64000 in this one. Now, for heaven's sake, take good care of it before some darn fool gives it away on television. <laughs> <laughs> old-timer, you better start closing up your bag. It's getting kind of late. Yep. Have much time left. Hey, old timer, who's this character? I don't know. Who are you? I, uh, I'm Mars. <laughs> Mars? The planet? I ain't the candy bar. <laughs> well, kind of nice of you to come down and say goodbye to me. Oh, I didn't come to say goodbye to you. You didn't? No, some scalper sold me a ticket to the Rose Bowl game. <laughs> what? Next week, I'm the technical advisor on Rocket Squad. <laughs> well, thanks for dropping in, Mark. Yeah, goodbye, old-timer. 
Doggone, I meant to give him his saucers back, and I forgot all about it. <laughs> now, let's see, what else do I have to do? Hmm, there goes the first stroke of 12. I wonder what's keeping the new tenant. Hey, that must be him now. Come in. Hello. Hello, old-timer. Well, well, so you're the little new year. Come on in, son. Come in. Hey, you're a cute little rascal. Thank you. Now, Sonny, you got a big job on your hands, and you're, you're going to be on your own. I know you're going to be awfully busy, but try to take good care of Sam and Columbia and all the children. I sure will. Now, Sam has had disagreements with some of his neighbors across that little pond there, but everything seems to be shaping up better. You can kind of help things along. I'll do the best I can. I'm sure you will. Now, before I go, Sonny, I want to show you my picture album. Your picture album? Yeah, here. Here, I'll show you. See that fellow over there? You ought to take good care of him because... He did Sam and all of his neighbors a real good favor during my time. He fixes so that men, women, and little fellas like you have a better chance of going through life with, with one less hazard. What's his name? Jonas Salk. Now, you take good care of him. Let's see, who else? Who is this man in the white camel's hair coat? Him? <laughs> Oh, you'll hear a lot about him. That's Liberace. <laughs> He's an entertainer on television. Gee, that's an awful small piano. Where? That ain't no piano. You're looking at his teeth. <laughs> well, that's the last Liberace joke of the year. <laughs> now, let's see. What have we got on this page? Say, what's that big building with all the flags on it? That? Oh, I'm glad you asked me about that. You know, that's more than a building, Sonny. That's the heart of the world. That's in New York. That's the other other side of Sam's living room there. That's where a bunch of fellas get together and talk over a lot of things they used to shoot about. Sometimes the talking goes on and on and on, and you, you get to thinking... They ain't doing much. But, Sonny, if you don't do anything else, keep them talking. <laughs> you understand? Yes, sir. Now, let's see. Say, who's that man with the nice smile on his face? The nice-looking man there with the smile? That's a fellow I want to tell you about. Now, his name is Dwight Eisenhower. After you're here a while, you can... You can call him Ike. He'll like that. I want to tell you something, Sonny. I didn't take as good care of him as I should have. When my back was turned, he, he got sick. Now, it was either my fault or Sam's or somebody's. I don't know. Maybe we had him working too hard, you know? Anyway, he's getting along fine now, and I, I want you to take real good care of him. Nice fellow. Oh, I'll watch out for him, all right. Yes, sir. You do that. In all his life, he's been taking care of Sam from the time he was a young fella right straight on through to now. 
Sonny, come here. Come here. I want to tell you something. You know, uh, he likes to play golf once in a while, see? So whenever he wants to play, you see that he has a nice day for it. <laughs> so he plays a pretty good game. Oh, he ain't no Ben Hogan or anything, but he gets a big kick out of tearing up Sam's front lawn. <laughs> well, it's just about time now. So, Sonny, remember all these things I told you. Now, there's a lot of other things you'll have to learn about just the same as I did. New ideas, new problems, a few headaches, but you'll work them out. Well, sir, I gotta be going. So long, Sonny. Goodbye, Columbia. So long, Sam. Goodbye, Goodbye old timer. So long, everybody. Keep smiling.